leaders in a bit to strengthen efforts. To Perhaps let's first start with that um, proposal by Manuel Macron that asylum requests be handled in Africa. What would be the rationale behind this? I think the rationale behind the decision by the French president to create a hotspot in Africa to handle asylum application is simply to keep the refugees at home and uh, to prevent them from flocking uh, into into Europe. But uh, there are many questions about the feasibility and the impact that will have because those who are fleeing uh, persecution, for example, or threats to their life will not have time to launch or to launch any application before taking on the boats. But also, you wouldn't go to the very same administration which is targeting you to seek asylum in another country. I think that's the key of uh, the key concern because if you realize it since the 1990s, administrative uh, blockage has been one of the consequences why people always prefer irregular routes uh, through Niger or Chad, the country that you mentioned earlier in the introduction, to reach out to Europe because of the tightening of the asylum policies in Europe as a consequence of the change introduced in the post-Cold War period. I think that impact continues to affect the, the migration policy, and I don't think that creating hotspots in Africa will even have any impact. That's why this summit is quite very critical for leaders to tease out what are the practical aspects that need to be focused on for the issue of migration to be dealt with, both by African leaders and the European partners. Now, I understand that some of the plans also include beefing up the border surveillance along the migrant routes and schemes to create jobs for impoverished communities. Now, uh, one would say, if we, especially if we're talking about um, the relationship with between France and some of its uh, the Francophone uh, countries, that that would be the natural relationship that they should have, just in terms of helping to create jobs for the uh, impoverished communities, especially if we look at the relationship between colonizer and uh, and colonized country. Yes, I think that the the issue of creating a job is fundamental because that's the reason why young people actually decide to leave their country. There is no opportunity for them available at at home and uh, they will not mind taking a risk or even selling a bit of asset that they have at home to, 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 to decide to end up, undertake the perilous journey into Europe, hoping that some, some, maybe they might have a better life on the other side. But I think France has a very big role to play here. The social adjustment program of the economic reforms that have been initiated since the 1990s are still ready to show some concrete results in terms of impact on the life of people, in terms of offering them education that will provide opportunity, in terms of helping the government to think creatively in terms of job job, job opportunities for, for people, in terms of really uh, making the economy grow, work to respond to the need of the youth badge that is now becoming a challenge for, for, for African leaders. So I think the responsibility is huge for both parties to think and to leave the, 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 the politics of, of accepting dictators or leaders who have been in power for 20 years without really lifting the majority of their citizens out of poverty and the stop the support that they continue providing them so far. So it needs more than creating jobs along the borders or assisting, assisting uh, 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 transit countries to control their borders, but should be registered into a broad policy that helps countries in Africa to grow.
grow, to create to grow economy and create jobs, and also address some of the sources of insecurity, be it political or, or conflict-related, to be able to to to, to cover trends of the flow into Europe. Now. In 2015, Europe pledged 1.8 billion euros for initiatives to help African countries, especially stem the flow of migrants to Europe. Have those borne any fruit? Not at all. I think some countries have been quite uh, uh, successful, like in Niger, for for example. But uh, at the time that Niger is deploying some some efforts, you see in Libya becoming a kind of open market uh, and a very important transit point for, for for migrants because there is no state to speak of in in, in Libya. The consequences of the war and of the destitution of Gaddafi regime continue to be felt across the the, the region. In addition to the Sahel crisis, so. Some of those elements combine to give the, the, the impetus for the movement that we are witnessing in to, to today. Plus, there is no coordination to speak of in terms of how do you manage that, that kind of amount. And the question is, has that amount actually of money been made available? Has, has that been made available to, to African leaders? How has it been managed? So probably these are some of the questions that will have to be addressed during the summit. Thank you so much for that, uh, Dr. David Zumanu. He is uh, with the Institute for Security Studies. He's a senior research fellow there. 0891-104-209. That's the number to dial if you want to call us. We are just one phone call away. Call SAFM now on 0891-104-209. All right, so let's hear your thoughts about some of these issues, including the conversation we've had with uh, Dr. David Sumanu.